faith and religion contributor Father Edward Beck joins us now. And I have to say, I love this story. I yeah. love this story. Go, Father Doug. And I'm wondering for you, Father Beck, does it bother you that Father Doug can get married and you cannot? First, I should find out, do you want to get married? Do you have any desire to get married? Well, you know, some of us who are religious priests take vows. It wouldn't be optional for us anyway, even if it changed. But mm -hmm. your parish priest, it would be. And I think what's interesting... But that wasn't my question. My question was, do you want to get married? Is that something you even have any desire to... At a to? time in my life, but I think I chose a path that precludes it. And mm -hmm. so, no, not at this so stage of okay. my life. So you're okay. Yes. But I think what's interesting is you have these gentlemen coming from other traditions, like the Episcopalian Church mostly, mm -hmm. and they're leaving because they think their traditions are too liberal. Usually it's about women, priests, gay mm -hmm. marriage. They don't agree with it. So they want to come to the Catholic Church. But they come with their wives and kids, really putting into question this whole traditional notion of celibacy in the Catholic Church. So I think it's ironic that they're coming to be more conservative, yet they're bringing a whole liberal notion with them. So so then do you think that they should not become Catholic priests? Should they, should they have that option? No, I think it's really good because it's pushing the conversation. What mm -hmm. we're seeing is then it can work. A guy with a wife, kids, as the piece was saying, knows what family life yes. is like, Offers knows what marriage is like. a unique perspective. A unique perspective. Yeah. But sometimes I think the objective perspective can be just as valuable. You know, well, if you're not in it every day, maybe you can look at it in a way that they can't. You've also said to us, though, before on this program, you've said to us, part of the beauty in some ways of taking this vow of celibacy is that you're not distracted by those other things. Is that so does it go, it? I mean, does yeah. it go both yeah. ways here? Is it sort of whatever works? Well, let me say this. Yeah. I could not do what I do in the full capacity that I do it and be married with children. It would not work. Something would suffer. Hmm. You know, so the idea of celibacy is you're single-minded, you're single-hearted. You can really give yourself to your ministry, to God, to what you do. But remember, it came into being in the church because of very socio-political reasons. Priests and bishops were giving property to their wives and kids, mm -hmm. and the church didn't like it. Mm -hmm. And so it was always a spiritual notion, but mm -hmm. it had that other overlay that was very socio-political. You said single-minded, single-focused. Does it lead to a lot, and, and not being disrespectful or impolite, does it lead to a lot of frustration? It just seems so unnatural to me for so many people. Well, certainly there is a part of that, Gail. I think that there is something about the denial of it that's always before you, and you can yes. never forget that part. And yet, yeah, I mean, it is hard. It is hard. There's no doubt about that. But I think you get something else. I become members of families in my parishes. I become intimately involved with people. And I think a wife and kids would resent the involvement that I have and the mm. commitment to it if they were part of my life. Now, some guys can just do it on a weekend. Yeah. It's a weekend job for them. Yeah. But Catholics aren't used to that. Catholics are used to 24 hours. You're there. And, you know, right now we can be. Yeah. Father Beck, always nice to have you here. Thank always. you. Thank you.